What up, everybody? Welcome to The Wrap. Clarence Black, my homeboy Brendan sent it in for Mass. Is, is Rash flared up? Yeah, yo, his old, his his legit old crusty. The question is, the question is not did his rash flare up. The question is how red and how crusty is the rash? That's true. Yeah, it's a red crusty, just old man. He's just, just coating crotchety. himself in hydrocortisone cream. <laughs> hey, listen, Maz ain't feeling well today, so uh, you got us two nut jobs hanging out, and we are coming to you from the Warren RV Storage Studios. You guys get out there, tell Roger Z and the gang that we sent you. Might get you a little referral fee 24 7. They got big lots. Sanitary sewer station is on site. Fresh water rinse outside. Marked in the sign parking spaces. Hey, look, approximately 1,000 storage sites, large sites available to accommodate vehicles from 20 to 75. Commercial vehicles have remote gate access. It's where you want to be if you have an RV, and we are glad to be coming to you from. The Warren RV Storage Studios. Well, well done. Hey, man. You know, I am a professional. That's what they tell me. Like, I didn't just walk off the street. Yeah. No matter what Simmons says. I didn't just walk off the street. Fair. <laughs> How you doing, man? It's crazy days. Crazy days, right? Weird times we're living in, man. The the, the pandemic numbers are going up. Uh, I, I heard there was an election that started on Tuesday. Heard something about that. It's interesting. Yeah. How it's well, all playing out. It's, it's like... Uh, I texted it to my mom this whole these last couple of days. I mean, there's no been no sports since the weekend. It's been like the uh, the popcorn yeah. GIF or GIF, whatever the kids call it nowadays. It's uh, definitely been um, good viewing, hey, seeing listen, people freak out one way or the other. Well, I tell you what, I tell you who's freaking out, man. How about this? The Lions, just when we think they're heading down a path, not only do they get hit by the Colts, but they also get hit with the COVID bug. Stafford's out. So we'll get to all of that. But right now, joined by our guest, former player and executive with the Detroit Lions, Larry Lee, joining the program. L-Dog, what's going on, man? I'm good, CB. How are you, man? Hey, I'm good. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us. You know, it's, it's weird. We were talking earlier, and I was just saying, you know, a lot of people, man, they think about the glory of the Lions, and one of the things that that I forget sometimes is is just that, you know, there's an entire generation who they only know, really, you know, just kind of the bad stuff. They don't they don't even know uh, your history and and what you did and the success that you were a part of on the field and in the front office. Um, and so we'll get to Stafford. We'll get to the, the you know the current regime and everything like that. What you're doing with the Fritz Pollard Alliance, which is amazing. But just for some of the some of the people out there, man, who were who were kids when you were last with the organization, you know, as an exec and weren't even born yet when you were a player, um, just give the people a little bit of background on Larry Lee. Oh uh, well, I tell you, I'll go back a little bit. I'm originally from Dayton, Ohio, and uh, I was I went to UCLA on a football scholarship. So I was drafted in 1981 by the Lions in the fifth round. So I played five years here, uh, two years with the Dolphins, and two years with the Super Bowl. I mean, with with the Denver Broncos, in which we went to the Super Bowl. I was John Elway Center for a couple of years. So then after my playing days, um, Chuck Schmidt, who was the Lions general manager at the time, thought a lot of me and brought me back into the organization. And uh, I, I, I came back as the pro personnel assistant 
to Kevin Colbert, who is now the who's been the uh, general manager of the Pittsburgh Steelers for a long time, and uh, I was his pro personnel assistant, and I was the director of player engagement. And after a couple of years, Bill Ford Jr. took over the Lions, and he promoted me to, to vice president of football operations, and which which I'm blessed because. In an in a NFL front office, you ride one of two rails. You're either a personnel guy, like uh, Kevin Colbert is in Pittsburgh, like Rick Spielman is in, in Minnesota, or you're an administrative guy, like Rod Wood is here or Rich McKay is in um, Atlanta. I did both. I, I was in on all our personnel decisions and all our trades and cuts and transactions and player evaluations, but I also was negotiating player contracts and handling team travel and training camp and all the day-to-day operations on the business side. So I was blessed that I was able to uh, to do both of those things, which I think makes me kind of unique. And I did that for uh, nine years in the Lions organization. Uh, during some good years, you know, when Barry Sanders was there and Chris Spielman and Herman Moore and those guys were all there. So that's that's a quick synopsis of Larry Lee, and also one of the nicest people in the sports <laughs> media business. Uh, Larry, this is your old buddy Brendan. Uh, we got the football hey, Sunday Brendan, reunion show up, going on here. You yeah, know, how you doing, Brendan? Good, good. good. Definitely a better human being than me. That I haven't stayed in as good a touch with you as I should have over the last few years. But you know, oh, Cla- no, man. Cla- we all get we all get busy. Clarence man. knows no, that. You know, he knows I'm a terrible human being, so it's, it's, it goes without saying. But, yeah, no, it's great to hear your voice. I mean, there is certainly no one that knows more of the, you know, the ins and outs about the NFL game than you. So, I mean, tell us, what are, what are you – give us the, uh, the, the, the summary of this team right now. I mean, I've been telling Maz, I've been telling Clarence that, that, that tank for Trevor, Trevor should be the goal, you know, lose every week, but then, you know – Clarence is telling me it's a culture win when they come back from Atlanta when when Todd Gurley stupidly scores that touchdown and then they go and they lay an egg the next week against the Colts and then now Stafford's sick. Well, so, so no no no. Let's, so let's ask him a more let's so Larry let, because you have insight to this. So I want to ask you an even I would say a fairer question. Not that Brendan's okay. question isn't pertinent, but here's a fairer question. <laughs> All right. Because you played and you've been in the front office. When when you only play, not like baseball or basketball or hockey or any, when you only play once a week, how do you what what doesn't the fan, what doesn't the average person understand as either a player or front office when you win on Sunday? No matter how you win, what don't we get about winning and losing on Sunday? Uh, let's take winning first. Uh, winning when you when you win, man, winning solves a multitude of sins. So it's, it's somewhat misleading because if you win, you don't necessarily notice, you know, all the things that still could be wrong with your organization, but you manage to pull out a win. And ultimately, wins are what you live by in the NFL, you know, wins and losses. Uh, what, what I don't think the average fan realizes is when you lose, how how heartfelt and and deep you got you live with that you you, you ever had like a uh, a scenario happen in life and every night when you go to bed you just you just relive it you go over everything you did and how you did it and you say to yourself 
oh, man, that's, you know, God, I could have done that better. Or, man, you know, putting it in football terms, oh, I missed that block. You know, I was a former offensive lineman. Oh, I missed that block, man. That block could have got us that first down. Or, you know, I should have I should have uh, took a better step right there. And you can you dissect things. Probably you overdo it, and you you, you got to learn how to you know live and move on. But but that's what happens with losses, man. I'm getting a little echo. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but but yeah, it's uh you 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 relive the actually you relive the losses a lot longer than you do the wins. And and but winning solves a multitude of sins. So like Al Davis used to say, just win, baby. <laughs> Larry Lee, former Lions player and executive, joining us here on The Wrap. C. Black and, and B. Senate in for Mass, who is, uh, who's out ill today. You know, it, it's funny, man. People talk about the Bears and all the flaws. Listen, I would rather have that record. Like, hey, look, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be a 3-6 and six or 5-10 or, or, or whatever it is. Like, these teams where – so here's an example, man, the Chargers. I, I, I watch Anthony Lynn, and it's like the Chargers do everything right except win. I don't know if I want that kind of experience every single Sunday. I mean, how many, you know? So, I mean, what what is it, man? Do you would you rather be right there and just have it just just sucked from your hands every week, or you know, is it harder when you just know you're way off course? It, it's harder when you know you're way off course, but like you say, you know, uh, 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 as aforementioned, uh, a win solves a multitude of sins. If, if you can just win, no matter how ugly, no matter you know what it looks like, to get a W and keep you know adding those up, life is better for you. I'm I'm telling you, losses, you know, and and a loss as I as I just described how you think about it all week, you know that's got to be driving Anthony uh, uh, Lynn crazy. Uh, you know, uh, the, the coach of the, of the Chargers, it's got to be driving them crazy. How you're so close. But you're not there, or you don't win, and that's that's got to be mind-boggling. And, and and you know you you start analyzing and trying to figure out everything that you can do to make it better. But you're doing things pretty good, so you know what is it? And you you, you got to figure that out. But you don't have a lot of time to figure it out. You can't keep can't keep coming up short and being close all the time before something happens. Larry Lee, former player and executive with the Detroit Lions joining us. So big man, you you get done, okay, you get you get unceremoniously, you know, uh swept aside when the uh the the vaunted Matt Millen years come in. You know, I I think the million dollar question, you know, you've touched on it a little bit, but you know, how did you how did you not end up catching on with another team? Why didn't you stay in the league in the front office? And then, uh, you know, definitely tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now with the Fritz Pollard Alliance because I think it's pretty amazing. Well, what happens in the NFL a lot of the times is is hiring is basically guys hiring their buddies. And a lot of times, you know, let's just, let's just be honest about it. African-Americans, when we get a title and we no longer have that title, we don't get the second – and third chances that a lot of our white counterparts get, just, just being honest. So what happens is, uh, you know, you, you find yourself outside of the, the loop. And when I was let go by the Lions and Matt Millen, 
my my whole goal when I went to the combine and when I still go to the combine. So when I go to the combine or I go to the senior bowl, that kind of thing, one of my selling points to everybody, when you look at my resume, look at my resume. <laughs> you know, please, please <laughs> analyze it. Please take the time to realize what I've done because, as I, as I said earlier, I'm a rare bird. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a guy that played the game. Uh, I'm the guy I played on a team. I'm the guy that did – the uh, personnel scenario at its highest level, and I'm a guy that did the business level on on the uh, highest level. So basically, you know, that's a rare trifecta that uh, I think is very powerful. But uh, if if they're just hiring buddies and if they're just uh, you know just bringing guys in without the depths going through the depths of a, of a person's uh, uh, experience, then you don't have a chance. And that's kind of that's kind of my scenario, and, and I believe um, this, this may sound weird, but I believe one of the scenarios in my personal involvement is that, you know, I, I maybe don't look the part of, of the NFL executive. You know, the, the guy with the, 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 the little suit on, nice suit and the rimless glasses and, you know, <laughs> and that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, a, I'm a big fella. I'm a, I'm a big fella. I'm a, I'm a smooth big fella. But, yeah, you know, but true that. They don't get the time to, or the opportunity or, or take the time to get to know me a lot deeper. But once they do and those that do, they realize, oh, my God, Larry Lee's, Larry Lee's pretty sharp fella. You know, so I don't want to toot my horn like that. But, toot it. You know, you ask the question. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but so now Fritz Pollard Alliance, um, i tell you what, this Fritz Pollard Alliance is amazing and it's probably the most powerful, unheard of scenario any of you have, have ever heard of, not heard about. Fritz Pollard was the first African-American to play in the Rose Bowl. At Brown University played Washington State back in the day. He was a Rhodes Scholar. He, held, he owned the first black investment firm in the country. He was, uh, he was the agent to Paul Robeson and uh, Lena Horn. Uh, very first African-American actually coach in the NFL because he coached before it became the NFL in a pro league that became the NFL. He's a very, a very, very, uh, you got to look him up. He went yeah, to the NFL sounds like Hall a, of Fame. Sounds like a he, renaissance he was, man. Oh, he was. He was an awesome guy. So in 2003, Johnny Cochran, uh, a famous attorney, and uh, Cyrus Mary, a civil rights attorney out of D.C., formed a group called the Fritz Pollard Alliance. And former former player and ac- activist John Wooten, uh, who played with the Cleveland Browns, used to block for Jim Brown and the whole thing, one of the guys that started that, that coalition back in the day when you had Jabbar and and uh, Wilt Chamberlain and all those guys, that famous pitcher. Yeah. Well, John Wooten yeah. was the guy that kind of organized that. So he ran the Fritz Pollard Alliance. Now, wait a minute. Uh, wait, for, hey, like, big man. Yeah, that was yeah. I, now you know what history. I have always thought that was a Jim Brown thing. That was that was John Wooten. It was John Wooten. John I wonder Wooten how many people don't Jim, know that. Wow. John Wooten got Jim Brown and all those other guys involved. Muhammad Ali and all those guys involved. But it was a Jim, it was a John Wooten thing. Wow. And uh, so John Wooten, while he was still uh, an executive with the Cleveland Browns saw that, uh, you know, the uh, unequal hiring practices 
happened. So he and Cyrus and 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 Johnny Cochran started the uh, uh, Fritz Pollard Alliance, and it, it grew. Uh, and basically, it's been John. John deserves uh, a heck of an applause because he was basically doing it all by himself, and and he was scouting various potential guys that he and the commissioner would talk about. And that's basically what it's been in the past, where John Wooten and and Tagliabue and then now Goodell would just get together and talk about minority candidates and try to push them with, with cer- certain owners. But it has grown a lot more since then, and, and that's when uh, they created the Rooney Rule that was just enhanced uh, this past year. And then uh, we're supposed to uh, police the Rooney Rule and make sure the teams that uh, uh, comply with it and so the, the uh, Fritz Fowler Alliance is now head and ran by Rod Graves. Rod Graves was general manager of the Bears, African-American gentleman. He was, at, he was general manager of the Arizona Cardinals when they went to the Super Bowl against the Steelers. And then he went to the New York Jets as a vice president. And he just left the league office uh, as a vice president to, to uh, head up the Fritz Fowler Alliance. Rod and I have been friends for 30-plus years. And um, back when I was at the Lions and he was at the Bears, he tried to hire me away from the Lions, and, and, it, and it never worked. It didn't materialize. So now that he became the uh, – last year when he became the uh, executive director of the Fritz Pollard Alliance, he uh, reached out to me and asked me would I join forces with him to help make a difference. So – we are we're we're trying to take it to another level, man. We got scouts all over the um, the country now that are are looking for up and coming minority talent. We got the guys in the leagues like the Eric Bieniemy's and those guys that deserve shots. So we're the ones that present a minority list to the NFL owners and to the commissioner when it's time to hire. And uh, I got to say that um, uh, so far since I've been involved in June that I know about uh, Troy Vincent and uh, Commissioner Goodell have been very, very proactive. And uh, the two openings that are present right now, uh, the Atlanta Falcons and the Houston Texans, both have reached out to us to make sure that they comply and take very seriously the hiring of a minority candidate. So... Uh, so far, so good. But you know, as as we get closer to you know Black Monday, when when guys get fired the last game of the year, you know <laughs> sure. we'll, be, we'll be pretty busy then. You know, <laughs> hey, I forgot, I forgot it was called Black Monday, man. That's still hilarious. That's one of the best names in sports, Larry. That was yeah. gonna that was gonna be my question, uh, my friend. When you when you were talking about kind of your career arc, does the does the Rooney Rule cover executives as well, or is it just coaches? And then is no, this? It covers. It, 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 in the past, it has covered uh, the executives, but this past year, it was enhanced. You Great. know, in the past, they had to opt, they had to interview one person of color uh, for the head coaching position. So a lot of teams was getting around that by just sure. taking one of their African American uh, assistant coaches and asking him a few questions and calling and it an interview and calling it an interview. But now. Right. They have to. They have to um, uh, interview two p- persons of color, but they got to be outside of their organization. 
and uh, it's all up and down the board. You know, president, general manager, head coach, offensive, defensive coordinator, and even the C-suite uh, hirings now. So um, that's this going to be. This is the first year it was in hand, so it's going to be uh, pretty pretty good for us to make sure we're on top of the game when, when these hirings uh, become available or when these positions become available. Our guest is former Lion player and vice president Larry Lee, kind enough to join us here on the wrap in the Warren RV storage studios here at NRM. Yeah. <laughs> Did I lose it? <laughs> no, man, this guy. Just, just, uh, he, he's just doing, just doing, just Senate stuff, man. Just being me, Larry. Uh, but just typical. The, the, the one thing I got to ask you, like I said, I, I lost yeah. my train of thought. You know, uh, got uh, got distracted by by some kid stuff. As all, you know, that's the thing now. Since <laughs> since we last talked, I got an eight and a ten year old, and you know, they're, uh, you know, they're they're aging me by the hour, not not just the yeah. day. Go ahead, man. Good but, stuff, uh, Brandon. And, so I gotta ask. I mean, the one of the best again, nicest people in the business. I mean, COVID. How has it affected the back in the day band? I mean, if you have seen Larry and his band live, these guys turn it up, throw it down. Hey, look, he talking about he don't look the part. Like, ooh. you know what I'm? I mean, <laughs> well, it, it has affected the the uh, music or the entertainment industry. Man, it's really been hit hard. Uh, you know, we've had maybe maybe one show a month if that and we're we're normally you know eight ten twelve shows a month and um so it, it has affected us in that sense uh personally no no one in the back of the day band has has gotten it or anything like that and we're all thank god we're all good uh so all that all that's wonderful but uh we do miss playing man and uh you know, that's, I'm fortunate, man. You know, I still get the roar of a crowd, you know, and everything coming from the athletic world to now the uh, entertainment world. And and uh, it's, uh, so I do kind of miss that and a lot of fun. But, but you know, I, I still have my sports will always be a part of me. I, it's in me. It's in me. Uh, it, it, that drives me crazy, to be honest, man, to, to watch the Lions and uh, see what I see from time to time. And kind of know what I know uh, about that organization. And well, not let's being able to so do big man about it. So big man, let's go. Let's go there because I know <laughs> okay. you. I know you wouldn't bring it up, but I got no problem bringing it up. So okay. Hey, listen, your regime is one of very few that was successful. Um, guys that played under you know it. Um, the Herman Moores. The you know I, it. Bottom line is is there's a lot of people. There's some rumblings. There's a lot of people, me included, that would love to see someone like you come back. And not not just because not just because you were successful in the past, but it you represent something I think is genuine about this city and it is not an indictment on on Quinn at all. It is just a there is just something about you that fits with with what we know Lions success uh, can be. I think the question that people would ask in this day and age of analytics and all this other stuff, you know, what what have you been doing to kind of keep yourself in that in that front office frame of of mind, and what do you think you could you could accomplish here? Uh, well, I tell you, I, I I do keep up with the game uh, 
on the, on the unofficially. I mean, I keep up with all the trades, cuts, cuts, transactions, and I'm still very much in touch with a lot of the executives around the league. Uh, you know, we're still boys, and, and a lot of times when the visiting team comes to comes to town to play the Lions, all my buddies call. Like this past weekend, Brian Baker, who uh, the defensive line coach for the Colts, man, he reached out to me. Uh, James Lofton, who, who announced the game, called me, and we talked. And uh, a lot of you're, – you're right, you're right uh, CB. A lot of folks do equate me with – Detroit, especially the guys within the game and and that whole thing. So I, I do watch. I stay very much in touch. And now that I'm with Fritz Pollard Alliance, I have to stay on top of uh, the personnel all around the league and who's what, who who's what and where. And, and I do have that. Rod and I have that down to a system. And it's like it's just like uh, recruiting or it's just like scouting. Man, we we know the prominent or the up and coming potential coaches. Uh, that are all over the place. So I'm very, very, very much in touch with today's NFL. But the biggest thing that I think, hey, big man, I, not to not to not to cut you off, but we uh, we're, we're out of time. Until we're out of time, like it flew by. Oh, okay. Listen, gotcha. here's what we, here's what we want to do. We uh we will get you on again because we got to have you in studio. There's yeah, there's still so much more we got to do, and we would love to get you in studio. But, uh, you know, hey, man, we're going to have you on again. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's a shame Mass couldn't be here. We hope he feels well. Good to thank hear your you voice, to, uh, brother. To Angel, Kelsey, everybody, David, everybody behind the glass. B, thank you to you. Um, this has been The Wrap on NRM Streamcast. Everybody out there, be safe. First responders, thank you. And I hope you all went and did your civic duty and voted.